Good morning, it's April 20th, and this is To My Liberal Friends. Karl Marx believed that if all property were owned in common, and each member of society had an equal share, they would prevent the division of society into two classes, those who produce and those who gain from the sale of these products. He denounced capitalism and the classes he felt it produced. What he and others like him have always failed to either understand or acknowledge was the innate drive in man to succeed so as to reap the rewards of their own initiative. My own father died at an early age, leaving behind a widow and five children, all of them under the age of six. We lived in various housing projects and ultimately in a house about a block and a half from a steel mill in East Carnegie, Pennsylvania. My mother instilled a strong belief in each of us that if we were willing to work, we could achieve anything that we desired. We were not to sit around complaining about what we did not have, but rather to find a way to earn enough to have the things we wanted. Well, apparently Joe Biden and his highly liberal progressive staff have decided that we should fully embrace their concept of equity and are willing to put policies in place that replace initiative with a new set of rules. I use the term equity because instead of equality for a reason. To me, equality is we all start at the same place and the reward will be based on how much effort we put in. Equity, in my mind, is a plan that everyone gets the same reward no matter how much effort you put in. And more and more of our young people seem to be buying into this version of equity and many have a negative view of capitalism and some whimsical view of socialism. I suspect some of this is attributed to what they are being taught in high school and in universities. In my opinion, many of these liberal professors are both jealous and angry at those who have succeeded in the private sector, and it brings to mind the old adage of, quote, those that can do, those that cannot teach, end quote. The administration has announced a new rule about mortgage insurance as well as other fees involved in getting a mortgage. Under the new rules, high credit buyers with scores ranging from 680 to above 780 will see a spike in their mortgage costs, with applicants who placed 15 to 20% down payment experiencing the biggest increase in fees. Basically, what they're saying is, is if you have paid your bills on time and obtained a good credit score, you have to pay a little more so that someone who did not pay their bills on time can still be able to buy a home by reducing the fees charged to them. Not sure why anyone would be surprised this is the philosophy they've been pushing from day one. We all remember the student debt forgiveness debacle. If you paid your student loans off like any responsible person would do, you'd get nothing. If you paid for your education, either by working with some help from your parents, who sacrificed to do so, by the way, then you'd get nada. And if you never went to college but found a vocation that supported you, then of course your taxes should pay for the kids that laughed at you in high school well, they went on to get some degree that would not get them a job that may let them afford to either live or pay back their loans. And then you look west to California, and they have found a new way to penalize those that have succeeded in order to redistribute income in a novel manner. If you, if you get a bill for electricity, you're going to see some changes. Customers for California's three major power companies, including PG&E, ratepayers, can expect to see some big changes in their monthly electricity bills, in the coming years as compliance with a new state law starts to unfold. Under normal circumstances, there are two parts of your electric bill. The first is for how much electricity you use, and there's a rate for each kilowatt. The second is what often referred to as recurring costs, which cover the costs of maintaining the grid and delivering the electricity to the consumer. This is normally a fixed cost that is passed on to each consumer. But the California energy companies these utilities that include electricity have filed a joint proposal at the urging of Democratic lawmakers with the State Public Utilities Commission that sketches out a proposed change in the monthly bills. 
At present, those bills are primarily based on how much electricity and gas customers consume. But a new proposal would add a fixed monthly charge that would be based on the household income levels of the respective customers. So here's how the fixed charge would work in the PG&E service territory. The numbers are based on a four-person household. Households earning less than $28,000 a year would pay a fixed charge of $15 a month on their electric bills. Households with an annual income of $28,000 to $69,000 would pay $30 a month. And households earning from $69,000 to $180,000 would pay $51 a month. Those with incomes above $180,000 would pay $92 a month. This raises some inter interesting questions besides whether this is even legal. But I'm sure the Liberal Democrats in Sacramento can find a way to make it legal. The first question is, how are they going to know how much a household earns? Are consumers going to have to submit their tax returns to the power companies? I always thought that information was private and not to be shared. And I can assure you someone will leak that database and you can look up your neighbors to see how much they really make. In the end, some government agency will be created. More government bureaucracy and potential Democratic voters and they will tell the power companies how much to charge you. This sounds like a backdoor approach to get taxpayers to pay what's often called their fair share, but nobody seems to be able to define that term. Last week, members of the House Ways and Means Committee were asked to define what they thought was the fair share of taxpayers, and not one had an answer. Well, Joe Biden will always say any tax increase or fee increase based on income will be opposed by MAGA Republicans. And I say they will be supported by all those Antifa Democrats. It's been to my liberal friends. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, hit the subscribe button and recommend it to your friends. Thanks.